is Shanika Smith, and I serve as executive director and founder of the Brotherhood of Excellence Academy. We're on a mission of ending fatherless generations by preparing males for empowerment, entrepreneurship, enrollment, enlistment, and employment. As we are continuing to implement the phase of empowerment, through our broadcast, Teaching Boys and Raising Sons, we are so excited to be able to offer you the Teaching Sons piece, or Teaching Boys piece uh, of our broadcast title. And so join us on this journey as we begin to hear from leaders who are experts in the field of education, or we'll be able to hear from men who are decided to talk about what is manhood and what are characteristics of manhood? So we are excited again to be able to implement more of the teaching component in addition to the raising of signs through this broadcast on today. We hope that you are excited about teaching boys and raising sons, the teaching piece on this day. Also, if you're looking to donate to a 501c3 organization, do not hesitate to send our donations to our organization. Just visit our website for more information. Let's get started. Well, hello, my name is Shamika Smith and I serve as the executive director and founder of the Brotherhood of Exes Academy. This is our broadcast, Teaching Boys and Raising Sons. And I am so excited for you all to hear from our guests on today. I'm gonna have her introduce herself, her name, her occupation, a little bit about herself, and then we're gonna go into the conversation. Welcome, Dr. Harris. Hi. <laughs> So tell our audience <laughs> a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Dr. Patricia Harris, and I am the current director of adult basic education with Wake Tech Community College in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, under that umbrella, I serve the high school equivalency programs, the North Carolina adult high school program, as well as English language learners and transitional opportunities, all within college and career ready. I love it. I love it. So, so, so I have asked her to come and share roughly about three to five strategies or engaging, um, engaging strategies for males. So again, she's going to talk about three to five engaging strategies that you can do with males in the learning process. So Dr. Harris, take us and away. So I think one of my, um, one of the things that I'm very interested in now is connecting learners with opportunities to explore the workforce. So apprenticeships, pre-apprenticeships, you can be in school learning and get paid at an entry level, uh, entry level rate doing what you're learning to do. They're doing that. It's a hot thing in North Carolina, but we have to get our males to understand that is not just about coming into the wall, then the walls, sitting down and doing your lesson. Because my grandfather used to say that back in the day, just do your lesson. But it is about exploring and it is about taking advice and taking direction from, from people who have a vested interest in your success. And as a community leader, again, I will say any educator, you affect the community in which your learners live in. So as a community leader, we need to be intentional about leading our learners to those experiences because we know that beyond the classroom, it's a mean and ugly world. It can be, and it will be to some of us. 
So we have to get them prepped and ready. I always say nobody, they can say and do what they want to do to you, but they can never take your skill. They can never take what you have earned and what you know, what you have learned. And as soon as you understand that and you take ownership of that, no mountain is too high, no valley is too low. And so I just get excited when I talk about learning opportunities. I get excited when I talk about how to engage in the classroom because it's near and dear to me. Um, as, as an early educator, I took on a personal project and that was in the month of February, which just left us. I did the entire month every day. I contextualized black history in every day in every lesson. Math, reading, writing, science, didn't matter. And at the end, we had a, a big program in which my learners were able to broadcast their projects and everything that they learned. Now you're looking at a classroom, the youngest one 16, the oldest one 56. But it was a, a community experience because I did those four things. I had awareness. Well, everybody in there, I knew what you were coming from because you told me and I listened. I was inclusive. We had some good days, we had some bad days. I had some days when nobody was studying black history. They was tired of it by day 15, right? Inclusiveness, I wanna hear how you feel about it. I connected it to the real world. I connected it to what you're experiencing now. Because when you leave out of my classroom, you see some things. I need to make you aware of what you see and why you see it. And then I had the expectation that you will learn and you will enjoy it and you will do it as a group because we're all in this together. So I get really passionate, so I'll <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> I absolutely love that, particularly allowing um, what we define as Black History Month and making it applicable to where our students are and so that they can have that awareness, inclusiveness, real world experiences, and also being clear about your expectations. Again, flexibility is one thing, but the but the expectation has never changed within your classroom and within your environment. And, and then being that community leader and really bringing all that together, we need one another. And so I thank you so much, Dr. Harris. Let me pause. Is there anything else you want to share? <laughs> you know, I, I just, first of all, I thank you for the opportunity to share in this platform. Um, of course, as educators, as practitioners, we see the other side. We see the side that a lot of people don't see. We see the side that the parents don't see. We see the side that the guardians don't see, and we see the side that the student doesn't see. And so a lot of times in the classroom, we go very hard and we're that champion for our learners. And even as practitioners, we get a little jolted. We have to remember that we are the advocates. And so even if you know, you're trying to break through and it's just not, it's just not happening the way that you envision, they hear you, they see you, they know you. And even if you're not the one to realize the goal or the dream, at some point in that learner's life, they will they would have said, I met a Miss Smith or I had a teacher named Miss Harris. And when she had to write, we had to write. And so 
that that's what makes makes a difference. That's what matters. Absolutely, absolutely. Because again, like you stated, we see the other side. And so what can we do to create learning environments that are safe for our learners where they can be themselves? Well, at the same time, we're going to continue to push them because again, we believe in sowing seeds of greatness into the lives of our students. And I love, again, we're not going to give up on you. We are here to advocate for you and to push you. And you might not like us. And you might say things like, doggone it, here we go again. Yes, here we go again. <laughs> We're going to try it again. We're not stopping because there is a finish line that we want you to achieve. And get this, we get to run beside you. So, yes, you can make it. Yes, you can do it. Let me wipe the sweat. Yes, you can do it. Yes, you can make it. Because at the end, we want to celebrate the success of education. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> We're in this thing. I've, I've had situations where I've had to figure out how to get a student funded. But that was my student. And that young man was going to get funded some way, somehow. I was willing to turn over every rock and ask every person, what can we do to get this young man not only from a GED? Because he was only 18 years, well, 17 years old at the time. But he had an interest in the manufacturing academy at the community college. And he had the aptitude for it. The only thing that stood in his way was the money. Now, on the other side of it, as educators, as practitioners, we know money moves at the discretion of the people who control it. So my job is to, if you're not going to move the money, I need to make the community aware that this student needs help and we need to get him where he needs to go. Because this young man can graduate in two years and make $35 an hour with a two-year degree after he for whatever reason, he came to our program, got an equivalency. Those are success stories. But you got to have somebody on the other side that's willing to fight with you and even fight harder than you sometimes because they keep you engaged. And they say, uh-uh, let's, let's do what we have to do. Don't give up. Don't discourage. Right? Sweat from your brow. We got to keep going. I've, I've had situations with, with learners who, who have children. And, you know, in my, I, I set an expectation. I, when you go to work, you have to find childcare. When you have to go to class, you got to find childcare. However, we're not going to create barriers either. So one time I had a student preparing for a test and she had her little son in there with us. And I know we're talking about males, but it's all relevant because we have single black fathers too, younger, trying to get their education. But we got so into our math lesson. She was prepping for her exam. That when we looked up, the, the two-year-old had, had, was holding himself up between two tables. And I said, okay, we need to stop because we too focused. We got to make sure this baby is safe. But what I'm saying is there are no excuses when you have a goal in front of you, especially when you have people to help you. Especially when you have people to help you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it goes back to this, who shoulders are you standing upon? And so we can have the opportunity to say, okay, here is another set of shoulders. Here's another opportunity. Here's another step in the right direction. And the thing is, going back to that support piece, you're not doing this by yourself. We're here to help you. We're here to support you so that you can reach your goals. I mean, I $35 an hour sounds great at 18. I, I wish I'd had that revelation. So again, <laughs> Which, which I, had that. <laughs> I echo your sentiments. I really do. 
So I want to thank you, Dr. Harris, for taking some time and an opportunity to come and speak with our audience. And uh, again, my name is Shamika Smith, and this has been Dr. Harris talking about three to five strategies to engage males in the learning process. We thank you so much. Take care, everyone. You're welcome. <laughs>that you have had the opportunity to enjoy our broadcast. I hope that you've walked away with nuggets of wisdom, leadership components, and things that you could implement, whether it be in your family or whether it be in your learning environment or your teaching environment or whatever the case may be. Our hope and our prayers that you walked away with something that you that is very tangible that you can use immediately. If you have enjoyed this broadcast, take a moment and share it with others so that we can continue to spread the word of how we are utilizing the component of empowerment through our broadcast, teaching boys and raising sons, so that others can be empowered as we all walk in this thing called life together. Also, if you are looking to donate to an organization, please consider us. We are a 501c3 organization, and so all donations are tax deductible. Once again, if you are looking for an opportunity to give in order for us to continue this broadcast, visit our website, also listed below, but also take a moment to just donate or, or share or let individuals know of the great work that we're doing under our, our, under our broadcast, Teaching Boys and Raising Sons. We are again are so honored and privileged that you have taken time out of your day. We know we are all busy. And we, so we are so excited that you have taken time out of your day to come and learn a, a leadership nugget, a word of wisdom, or something that we hope that will encourage you on your journey. Once again, I am Shamika Smith. I serve as the executive director and founder of the Brotherhood of Exodus Academy. Again, visit our website located at the bottom of your screen, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Take care.